another exciting episode of the Why I Love Disney podcast. It's great to have you all with us today. I'm here with David and Ramin. What's up, guys? Hey, Dustin. What's going on? We are going to talk today about the Disney movie Artemis Fowl. Artemis Fowl. This has been a. This is going to be kind of a controversial one, I think, because there's a lot about this movie. But what was interesting is we were all very much, I think, excited and anticipating this movie. It's based on the book series by Owen Colfer. It was entered. It was supposed to come out in the theaters this spring, late spring, early summer movie, big production budget, and it because of coronavirus, it had to be released straight to Disney Plus, which we were all super excited about, and I think we all opened it, um, uh, watched it opening within the first week. It, it, it was released to Disney Plus, and we all have some strong thoughts. So I'm really excited about this. So background, David, you've read the book series. This is based on right. Yes. I did read all the entire series. I read the entire series. How long ago did you read it? Well, I think uh, we read some of them a a while back when uh, my kids were younger. And then uh, when the when I knew the movie was coming out for the fall, it was supposed to come out fall of 2019. I listened to all the audio books again and went back through it because I actually I I, I knew I liked the series and I I thought I'm going to go ahead and and listen to these things one more time. Awesome. Ramin, you have not read the book series, correct? I haven't. I haven't. So I, I didn't really know what to expect. And I'm kind of in between. I, when the movies were coming out, and I have an 11, 12-year-old kid, 12-year-old son, you know, always looking for things to read. I picked up a couple of the first couple of books, and then he read the first one, then I read it. And I really, I, I enjoyed the book series a lot. Oh, I, I didn't read the series. I'm sorry, I've read book one of the series. But I really did enjoy it. I enjoyed the whole world and everything. So I was very, very excited to see the screen adaptation of this. And so we saw it. What is your rating of the movie on a scale of 1 to 10? What would you say, just so we know where we're coming from here about this? We'll start with you, David. Oh, that's a tough one because we've done these ratings before, and I usually feel like I'm easy uh, on things. I would I would definitely not give it more than a five. I mean, it was very okay. average to me. I don't know that I thought it was a horrible movie. Um, I have a lot of problems with it based on the original. If I was comparing it to the books, I'd give it like a three. Okay, wow. Yeah. Ramin, what about you having never read the books and no background on it at all? Yeah, maybe a five, 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 five point five. I think situation. so. It wasn't special to you. It didn't blow you away at all. No, not even. Definitely not. Definitely not. I, I would. I would agree. I would actually. I, I think I liked it a little bit more than you guys did, but not much. I would say at the most, I'd give it a six, just slightly above that, because I thought it was beautiful. There were parts of it I really, really liked, but again, I don't think it, it did, did what. It, there are some real problems I have with it. Absolutely. Let's talk about some things that we like. Let's talk about that. I would like, uh, before I say what I don't like, I'd love to talk about what we do like. Yeah, let's give it the first three minutes of what we like. <laughs> and then the last third. No, sure. Absolutely. I love that. So what did you like about it? We'll start with you. We're mean. What did you like about the movie? I thought, um, I thought some of the graphics were pretty cool. Um, especially when they, when you get to see, um, the world underneath, like their, the magical world, um, I thought some of the graphics in that particular area will look pretty good. I love that uh, Artemis surfs. Like, I, I was coming out of big surfing season for myself. <laughs> and funny enough, we have the same board. And I was Ooh. like, no way. That's my board. So I was, like, pretty stoked on that. I thought um, I, I th- the, the idea, the premise of the story as a whole is uh, was a pretty cool idea, um, mm-hmm. especially this idea that, that there's this magical world that's been there this whole time that it's, you know, just – simmering below the surface and that we're just, you know, not aware. Um, I think yeah. those are some of my favorite things about it. How about you guys? Uh, I definitely, uh, the, the, 
some of the imagery, the worlds, the things like that, how they represented the fairy world, things like that, I thought were really good. Uh, I would have loved to have seen way more of that. I thought I, I, I thought the, uh, the the actor that plays Artemis did a good job. I, I was rooting for him and would have liked to have seen him have a little bit more to sink his teeth into. I think they took so much of the original character away that he didn't get to play that that the character the way it, it should have been played. I, th- I thought there were some changes they made to the story that were that were were okay, that were I could see why you did that. That's po- could have been a positive. They just didn't do it very well. But I thought some of the visuals, some of the characterizations, There's supposed to be stuff we like about. I am. The movie. I'm saying some of the <laughs> some of the some of the characters, some of the visual visualizations. But when when the special effects are the good thing, you know, kind of like man, the story's falling apart. So it's hard. That's a great point. I actually thought, and one thing you guys didn't say, you alluded to it with the, with the with Artemis's character, but I thought the acting overall was pretty good. Um, I, I found all of the character the characters all pretty believable, and my my problems with them had to more to do with how they were written uh, and like the, the changes than it had to do with them in particular. I actually found I, I, just about all of them to be very interesting and compelling. Um, and I think when you get to our criticisms, it'll be that they weren't developed. We didn't have more time with them to get to know them. But I thought the acting was actually a positive of the movie. I think the visuals, again, were a huge part of the movie. Um, like you said, when that's what you're leading with, it usually is not a good sign. But um, and the premise, again, we're fans of the of the book. So um, the whole premise is why the movie got made to begin with. It's a fascinating premise that there is something underneath the surface that we can't see, but it, we interact with even in an unknown way in this sort of magical land. It, it, it kind of had hints of onward, hints of, of Harry Potter. You know, um, there, there's these elements of sort of the unseen and the mysterious that are around us um, that I thought were, were super, made the books and the story itself super compelling that the movie did, did a somewhat decent job of introducing to us. I, I, there were, I, I thought I laughed a few times in the movie. I thought um, some of the characters and some of the, the things were actually, there were some kind of undercurrents of, of humor that I thought were actually well done. The director, I think, is the one who, he did Thor also. I can see some of those same um, comic relief moments in Thor that are just sort of under undertones and under the surface that you pick up. It's kind of like an inside joke. And I, I felt there was a few, a little bit of that in Artemis Fowl that I, I really appreciated too. So overall, and I actually, I also thought that there were certain scenes that came from straight from the book that in my mind, I'm like, yeah, that's what it should have looked like. That's how I imagined it when I read it. Um, the scene with the troll at the wedding in Italy, right? And the, the scene with, um, the actual underworld itself looked a little different, but I didn't really know how, I didn't really have much of a picture of that. Um, even Artemis's mansion, the foul mansion was, was pretty remarkable to me. I, I thought the way they brought those to life were reasonably well done. I really enjoyed that. So I agree with that. Um, so now we, we move to uh, kind of, we've already hinted to a few of them, our, our problems with, with the movie. And I think, you know, when we do these kind of look backs on the movie where we did the avatar and onward and some others, you know, we, we, we always have some things we object to and, and things we didn't like about it. But I think with this one, it's a little bit more pronounced because a, I think how much, I don't know if you guys agree with this, but our expectations were kind of high for this. Uh, you know, summer blockbuster, we're quarantined, we're really fans of the book, and we're kind of expecting a lot. It looks like it should be, it's a huge budget, you know, big actors, you know, this should be a big deal. And it, it sort of didn't meet our expectations. I think that's pretty universal. Would you agree? 
I agree. And I think it's uh, one, the expectations of the, of, will they, will they do a good job with the story? But also uh, it was, I, I had high hopes that they would create a movie that there would be a sequel and that they would, you know, that they could, they could tell the whole story. Um, and that was maybe one of my biggest disappointments is that we had a we had a book series of seven books that we could have had a, a good run with. And I don't know that that's going to happen now. Why? Why do you think because it wasn't successful or do you think they just kind of botched it? I, what, what do you I don't think it's going to be that successful. I mean, <clears throat> excuse me, already on Rotten Tomatoes, it has like a score of nine with the critics and like yeah. 19 with the public. And if the public doesn't like it, um, it's not going to get a sequel even though they tried to set it up to get a sequel i just don't know if they'll get it <clears throat> when i watched it with my family we wa actually watched it with my family twice diff different halves of my family and uh people were bored they were just they were bored and so mm -hmm. i just don't know that it's gonna uh it's gonna get it and i and i think it could have been a great chance to have a a, a, a legitimate uh, series like a Pirates or something like that, where they could have done more than one movie. Interesting. Do you think though they might get a pass because of the coronavirus? Does that make sense? Like we, it didn't have a theater. I don't know what how much money it made, but a lot of times sequels get made of terrible movies all the time. You know, just because it's a big enough budget. But I don't know what the, does you have. Have you seen any numbers on what this is made? No, I didn't. I mean, it, I guess there's no. You, how would you directly know that anyway? Because it went straight to streaming. But I was really surprised that the I was surprised that the scores and the audience approval was so low. Yeah, I mean it was really yeah, low. Me too, actually. There was that's, a that's lot. Crazy low. There was a lot online about it. I mean, I was just the made the the number of articles that I saw about how bad it was, and that really thought it was worse, way worse than I thought it was. Hmm. It wasn't that I thought yeah. it was bad. It's just that it the potential was so strong. That's that's what disappointed me. And there's a lot out there that I think I think you have to wonder, like, why would you change a story that's so successful um, or or if, if you don't think the characters in the book work with your demographic, why would you make the movie to begin with? I mean, and a lot of it has to do with the fact that in the books, Artemis is a criminal. He is a he is a child uh, criminal. He is a criminal mastermind. His mom and, and his mom, who they they killed in the she's not in the book. She supposedly did. His mom's had a nervous breakdown and his father has disappeared. That's the premise. He has no parents. He's this brilliant kid who is, you know, using it for theft and things like that. He's making money by stealing things. And, and so that's not the greatest role model for sure. But the whole premise of the books is how being a part of this fairy world changes him over time and his, his personality changes. So instead of giving the, the whole premise of the book, it's chance. They just, they just changed all of that from the very beginning. So there's really, I don't even know where the story would go. Because that's interesting, that's interesting because, because yeah, yeah. This, it's the and I and I and I I only I wonder, you know, what would have happened if Disney had gotten the Harry Potter franchise? What would they have oh, done man, to oh, what would they have done? Because we've had we've had Wrinkle in Time. Um, we've had so many stories like that, um, just live action movies that come out and they're just they're just not they're not doing as well as they should be. And I don't I, I want to know why is it? Is it you, do you think it's just an, an, a, 
a thing on Disney's part to play it safe and play to the brand instead of just let the story go? Well, that's a lot of what I keep reading online. A lot of articles say that's what it is. It's it's about trying to figure out what people want to see before uh, you put it out there. I I just don't understand with a with a book though that you know already has a fan base why you change the premise of it mm-hmm. so much. I just wouldn't make. Well, I, that's I just, interesting. If you think he's too uh, too too bold of a character to make a movie about, don't make the movie. But to take a, to rewrite a whole characterization and then try to act like he at the end of the movie that he's some mastermind, you know, you, to be reckoned with, and he's done nothing in the whole movie. He yeah, did yeah. nothing. He did very little. Yeah, that's interesting. You say that. See, you've read the entire book series. I've only read one of the books. And I think I told you this when we first started discussing it. I wasn't sure in book one if I even liked Artemis Fowl or not. The character. I agree. I wasn't sure if I was supposed to. I wasn't, he was kind of a punk. He, like you said, he's a criminal mastermind. And I wasn't sure, am I supposed to like this guy or not? But as you told me, as you go on into the book series, you know, things change apparently, but I haven't got that far. So when I saw the movie, I actually had a slightly different take. I'm like, oh, I understand why they're doing this. They want to make the lead character likable. And, and because, and I get that, but what you're saying, I ha- have, don't have the benefit of having know where the story goes. Um, you're saying that it, it kind of leaves you in a place where you can't really explain. It doesn't give him all the things that make his character powerful and interesting are kind of stripped away from him. And he's got to go about it a different way. In the movie, I think it relies way more on his dad. Right? Oh yeah. Like he's the, and it flips that a little bit. And, and I, I didn't li- I did not like that they did that because I think the whole premise again of the book is that he's out to save his dad. He's trying to find his dad. That's why he's doing what he's doing. Uh, is is working you know, he gets involved with the fairy world because he's trying to figure out how to find his dad and how to save his dad that's how he gets involved that's why he captures the first you know why he captures holly that's all from the beginning what he what he's trying to do so a lot of that right. you know again again it's just that you had a character that you know kind of was very different and again he's not the most likable at first but he's in, he's interesting because it's like he's he's brilliant. I mean, he figures all this out on his own. It's not his dad figuring it out. It's not his mom. It's, he's doing it by himself, and uh, he and he's growing at the same time. He's changing. He's 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 b- becoming a better person. So I hated that that part got taken away. Ramin, you haven't having not read the books. Does what David's talking about resonate with you? I mean, what were yeah. some of the problems you had? It, it definitely does. Uh, so continuity was one of the, probably my biggest objection early on i remember i actually started to try to watch the movie uh one evening and i was like in maybe 10 15 minutes and i'm like man i gotta stop i'm like too tired to concentrate and what i came to find out is upon the second watch is that like the first like 45 minutes are a hodgepodge of of scenes that don't necessarily flow super well together they're very confusing there's lots of like context clues that you have no idea about um like for example um Diggums is like arrested and he's in an interrogation and they're talking about this fisherman and you're like, you have zero context for the fisherman. Right. And you're like, he just saw something he wasn't supposed to. And it's like, when is this all going to come? <laughs> like it makes sense. And it doesn't. Um, and I find out later after watching the whole thing that like, there's a lot of these context clues that like that fisherman had like literally nothing to do with the movie. Other he gets caught up and it's like this little like novelty moment. Um, so Basically, 
having never read the books and watching the movie, like I totally resonate with like the whole like very poorly executed story, right? Artemis is this genius kid. Um, and you get context clues, like he's in the interview with like his professor or something like that. And, you know, they have their little uh, tiff and the fight and stuff. And he talks about the chair and all that stuff. Um, but you don't really get to see Artemis like demonstrate his intellect as his strength. And instead they focused on things like the surfing and the fact that he's riding that one wheel board. And you're like, why? Like, it's not that he's like a sporty or adventurous kid. He's supposed to be a mastermind and brilliant. So why did you take time in the movie to focus on activities that don't necessarily lend themselves to the strengths of that character? Um, and those are not po- those so, are not moments that are in the book. I mean, those char- those things of surfing, it's like they're trying to establish something with the audience that he is he's a kid that wears a suit most of the time. I mean, he's he's a little, uh, you know, he's a little different. And uh, he that's one of the things I think the book brings out is that, you know, he's he's just a different kind of kid from the beginning. And and but instead, they're trying to make him seem relatable. And he's not yeah. he's not relatable. He's completely opposite of relatable. Holly, Holly, Holly is relatable. Holly being, I totally agree. And, with that. And I, I, I think this movie would have had way different appeal to me had I been of comparable age to the actor that played Artemis. Like if I'm a kid and I'm watching this, um, I almost like uh, want him to be like superhuman because that's like as a kid, that would be super cool. You're like, oh, there's a kid and he's just like, he's so smart. He's out doing all the adults and like, wow, like that, that's, I think I would really got into that. Um, but we just didn't get to see that demonstrated really, right. or get to see Artemis's character really developed in that way. Um, He's just, it's kind of like spoken that he is, um, and you just have to kind of buy it without really getting shown. Um, I think that so, they, so, yeah, yeah. I think that they could have easily shown us some backstory that showed us a little bit more of why he's the way he is. That he's he, his mom has had a nervous breakdown because his dad has vanished. He's desperate to find his dad. That's why his character is the way it is. And I think it would have been like, oh, okay, he's desperate. I get why he's like he is. We're still going to see him become a better person along the way, but I think that would have been enough without going, okay, we got to make it all about the dad. And suddenly you've got this character who's supposed to be a mastermind, and all he's really done has been a good student. He, He has good grades. That's really all he's done in the book. He's he's finding he's everything about the fairy world is a mystery to him. That's all been done by his dad. And it's just uh, I just thought it was so disappointing. One, because I don't think, again, that we're going to get a series that would have been great to have. We've not had a successful live action series in a long time. Second, I think that so much of the so much of the movie went to things that weren't important that we don't even have an immersive world that people are going to be like, man, I want to go there. I want to spend time there. We didn't we didn't even get that. So, again, I don't think it's a horrible movie. I could watch it and not and not have any trouble with it, except that I had so much more expectation of what it could have been and what we might have had down the road. And I think that's gone. Do you guys think it made sense that the. They took the the role of the narrator. They they gave it to Diggums. Like there was a couple things with that that bothered me. Like one, on the surface, I, like the whole vocal fry like voice that he had that <laughs> bothered me. So I found it to be so incredibly distracting. And, and Judy Dench like, does it so, also. Uh, 
I know. Okay, do you remember? So actually, you talked about humor earlier, Dustin. And one of the more redeeming things that I actually really do like is they they actually poke fun of that fun out of it. He he says to her something to the effect of he's like, look at us, like we sound like a pair of hippos with a throat infection or something like that. And I was like, yeah, yeah. like they they it was just ridiculous, like way over the top. And so the fact that they called it out, I thought was a great great move. Um, but the fact that he took the role of the narrator, like I thought, kind of put it in a weird position because he's not like I mean he's an important character in the thing um but I, I think it would have been maybe different maybe if they had centered the narr like this I don't know around Artemis maybe somehow so you could have got to see some of that earlier development that kind of thing of course he does you know as a character that bridges the the two worlds a little bit so maybe that's why I just didn't fully understand it again like I said the the first 45 minutes were crazy it wasn't until about 45 to an hour and in where stuff finally settles in and you're starting to get a sense of what's see the story develop rather than the setup of it. So, and there's so many other, other characters that didn't have, uh, and are there, but you just don't get any development with Butler, oh. Julia, several of these others that really, oh, uh, his niece is that is it's his niece. Like, why did they even introduce her at all? Like what she did the like that, that should have been cut for, for the, the reason that they're missing so much content as far as like development, they've really supplemented with a lot of just arbitrary stuff. Um, that's what it felt like to me. It did, it just felt like uh, to get a better story, we needed we needed less info and less characters to establish it, and then in a sequel, we could have had some more people in, involved. Well, I actually had a different thought on that. The the movie is under ninety minutes, and my thought was this is way too short. Like, I definitely agree with that. 30 minutes. And and you could have maybe established more character development. And if you would have had, why was it so short? I don't understand. Like, and it, there was a thought I actually, and I, I might've heard someone else pick up on this, but was this an edit for Disney plus? Was it a streaming or is this what was going to go to the theaters? Because it just felt so brief, just so short. Like I can't imagine this being in the theater and being 89 minutes. Um, and it just left out so many things. And was like you said, it was so jumbled at the beginning, the first 30 mm -hmm. minutes to 45 minutes of it, that why not just take your time? I mean, none of the Harry Potters were short by any means. Everybody was saying they're too long. Um, it's really interesting to me that it was so short, so jumbled up, and it feels like it could have used a little more space and breathing room just to let the the watcher, the um, viewer, keep up. Well, I, I wonder that too, and it, it feels like a lot has been cut out, and and then it makes you wonder: Well, did they just think it was bad, even at an hour and forty five or two hours, and they thought the best bet is cut some, so at least it's not. We don't sit there too long. I wondered that if that is that why they did it. I wondered that I was a little nervous when in, in the fall of 2019, when this was supposed to come out and they changed everything and said Maleficent 2 is going to come out. That was I was already going, oh, no, I hope they don't. I hope it's not bad. <laughs> and, and they're not changing it because something's wrong with the movie. And then here it was supposed to come and then it gets moved to Disney Plus And you start wondering, like, are they just already going? It's it's not it's not going to be that much of a blockbuster. Just. Go ahead and put it on Disney Plus. I don't know. Maybe they dodged a bullet because would it have been worse had they released it at the theaters and it was a dud? You know what I mean? At least now they've avoided that. I think so. I, I'm sure more people saw it on Disney Plus than would have seen it at the theater if the if it had a a 19 rating from the audience within the first couple of weeks. Yeah, and I was seeing you know, it took 20 years to make the movie. I think they've had the rights for 20 years. I think and so. I also, so. was was I'm, 
I'm reading here that various directors and scripts, and it got marred in the Harvey Weinstein scandals and was held up because of some contractual complications there. Um, so it seems like maybe this was just um, kind of cursed from the outset, and maybe it just needed to be rethought from scratch. And, and it wasn't. It was sort of piecemealed. And we've seen this with other franchise, big movie budget franchises too. I mean, Justice League, you know, is famously been just maligned for its just lack of depth and story. And it might have ruined, you know, all of those characters because they had this big kind of Marvel universe sort of it's in the DC version of that, you know, kind of planned. And because that movie did so poorly and was so ill-received that now they're rethinking all of that. In fact, you know, I think next summer they're talking that the Snyder cut's going to come out and hopefully resurrect that story where they're going to remake the whole thing. But I think we've seen this before where things get kind of messed up, directors change, um, scripts get cut, there's politics involved in these things, and and you don't get, you know, the pure version of it. Um, and it just, it, there's a lot that can go wrong with these things, it seems like, and this doesn't mm -hmm. seem immune to that. Yes, I agree with you. I just had better expectations of what it could have been. It's it's not that it's the worst movie ever made by far. I, I definitely don't think it's as low as a nine or a nineteen. Uh, that's really brutal. But it it could have been it could have been so much more. And so for what it could have been, uh, you know, that's why I would give it such a poor score. I completely agree with that. You know, and I, I think what we're all kind of saying is is it wasn't like it. Would you recommend, would you say it's worth the watch for someone who hasn't seen it? Actually, I, I probably wouldn't. And that's very, and I would say, well, you know, I, again, it's, it's not, I wouldn't recommend it. I would say, yeah, I, I, it, it won't be the worst waste of an, of an hour and a half that you could have. I mean, it's better than a lot of things. That, that's just, <laughs> we recommend you read the books. I would recommend you the know, books. Um, yeah. If you've got a, if especially if you got a kid in that, in that age group, I, I definitely think it's the, the books would be a recommendation, but the movie just doesn't even come close. Well, just to underscore what you guys are saying too, um, my kids, you know, oldest being 12, the young, who've read, who read one of the books, the youngest being five, right? We all watched it and none of them were excited about it. As a matter of fact, I think I liked it more than them. Um, they were all kind of bored and, and they didn't say anything negative about it, but none of them, I, I even tried to, you know, because we do this podcast, I wanted to know their opinions. And I remember just them being very underwhelmed and very surprised at their lack of um, interest and their lack of opinions on it, which tells me uh, you, you missed, you missed on my kids. You know what I'm saying? So uh, I think that says a lot too. Your kids are a little older, David. What do they What do they think? Uh, well, I watched it the first time with my son. Uh, he was, you know, just a little like he 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 definitely sensed all the continuity errors, and he kept saying, "Wait a minute, why why are they saying that when you know you know just a lot of things like that didn't make sense? Like why why is uh you know why does it end with Artemis being this mastermind? We've not we've not seen him mastermind anything. So there were a lot of questions like that. Like he and he he had not read the books, so he was going, "What have I missed?" Uh, my daughter, who read the book series, she just felt like it missed uh, you know quite a bit on the you know, just what it could have been. And then t two others in my family fell asleep. My wife and my other daughter, they just fell asleep in the middle. They just, they just didn't enjoy it at all. So well, that's that tells you a lot of what you need to know. Yeah. I feel like I would recommend it if during this socially distance, like, 
uh, a time where you've you've like exhausted like the the premium content on your streaming services and you're looking for yeah. you know this is like maybe like the, the first of the, like the B or C type content you know if like you've already made it through all your other stuff and you you're just digging deep you could probably watch this good I was I would love to see uh, I wish somebody could track like how much people are watching. You know, as the pandemic has gone on, because I think at first it was a natural thing to be so grateful that we had all this content and we could go run. And, you know, you were so grateful for anything to pass some time. But over time, I keep hearing more people talk about and and I, and I, I was well, other things besides watching TV that we do like families playing games together. And, and we found after a while, we started playing more games and things that we had not done in a long time. Uh, wasn't our first run run to when the pandemic happened to go play games. We, we probably hit the TV a little too much, but over time we started doing other things and finding other ways to spend our time. So I wonder now if you can get by with just thinking anything we throw up there. <laughs> Somebody's going to watch it because I think people probably are getting a little more selective. I'd love to see that. I don't know if anybody's done that kind of study yet. Uh, are people watching TV more and more as it goes along or are we watching less? I don't know how you would find those stats, you know, but uh, and there's also competing services too. like everybody's you know, vying for for eyeballs and in your attention in question. What about with your kids? I mean, you were just telling me like you've been reading to your kids and things like that. So are you are you are you watching are you watching more TV than you were at the beginning of the pandemic or about the same? We're about the same. We were watching a lot of TV, um, some together, like we still have our movie nights, you know, or we'll, we'll do that once or twice a week. Um, everybody enjoys that. We pop popcorn, that kind of thing. But, um, yeah, I would say there's not like a, you're running out of things like the, the big events, you know, we're excited about Mulan coming out and, and to watch that. Um, you know, we're, we're having trouble finding, you know, okay, what are we going to, I'm actually find myself going to the internet looking for things we've missed so far, uh, or going deep into the catalog for new things to experience. So, um, so yeah, you know, we're, we're still doing the movie night once or twice a week, but, um, it's definitely, um, slacked off and school starts back next week. So I'm sure we'll be doing maybe a little less, even, even more so, but I think we've about talked about how we have not enjoyed this movie all as much as we have some other things during this. Um, again, I hope, it's a service to people. We don't necessarily recommend it, but a lot of this you're not going to understand unless you've seen it. So, you know, check it out. Read the books. Um, it is a, a, a beautiful movie. There's good acting. There's some some things you're going to laugh about, and it's beautiful. It actually, the special effects are pretty cool. But um, don't get too invested because it probably isn't going very much further than, than this as far as the movie franchise goes. But um, we definitely, I think, would all kind of we, we enjoyed the story premise, if nothing else, and and would encourage you to to dig into the Owen Colfer. Um, is it seven books? Is it a seven book series? I, I, think it, I think it's seven. You can pick those up on Amazon and get immersed into that. But we do appreciate your time. As always, that's why we love Disney. We'll be back next time, and we'll, I'm sure, explore more Disney news, more Disney content, and be here to talk with you about it. We'd love to know what you think. What do you think about Artemis Fowl? Have you seen it? Were you impressed? Were you disappointed? Uh, let us know. You can reach us on our website at whyilovedisney.com or on Twitter at, at whyilovedisney1. We would love to hear from you. Until next time, have a great day. Guys, take care. <laughs>